Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. So I get sent this clip. It's from a show called The Good Fight. I am going to play it for you and curse you as I have been cursed. So uh, you want to pull this up? We'll play this video. Here you go, everybody. The clip is Milo Yiannopoulos, a character based on Milo, claiming Ron DeSantis sexually assaulted him. I kid you not. It's my vetting. Yes. I have 267 days sodomy free. Can we get to the assault? Yes. I offered my political services to Governor DeSantis. He saw me in my bicycle shorts, worn purely for medical reasons. And he invited me onto his staff. Little did I know what he meant by staff. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, yes, Diane. That's who I prayed to for guidance on this decision, as well as my close friend and, and mentor, Roger Stone, who informed me that a demonic portal has opened up over the Florida State Capitol. I didn't believe him, and I took the job. And this is where it gets more, shall we say, ribald. Ron invited me to CPAC so I could work on his speech. And then, and there, he drugged me and forced me into oral sex. Do you have any witnesses? No, I have better. I love the music. Hey, hey, don't act like you're pursuing the truth. This is just a way to take out Ron DeSantis because he's testing the highest against Biden. It's the only reason why we would ever listen to a, a, a termite like Felix Staples. Felix Staples is a Republican. What if he's telling the truth? What about Tucker Carlson? Oh my God, Diane, has Staples ever told the truth No, I agree with Julius. We should be cutting him loose. Absolutely, isn't it? Why so quick to prejudge Felix Staples when we have evidence? That, that could be anything. That could be ice cream. Jay? Uh, the only way to be certain is to get some of DeSantis' DNA. Oh, DNA. Yes, that's perfect. Let's follow DeSantis around on the campaign trail to get his DNA. I'll bring the condoms. Oh, Anyone else condoms? Yeah. Anything, condoms? Anything, Anything else, Jay? Felix did intern with Governor DeSantis' speechwriting and political team, and he was fired last week. Why? His team wouldn't say. All I know is he was fired after the weekend at CPAC. So this is what conservatives don't understand. This will actually have Democrats believing that Ron DeSantis raped a person. Well, I was going to say, I feel like the demographic that watches this show is probably white suburban <clears throat> women that take their political or pol their advice from like Taylor Swift and Beyonce, and they'll totally eat that up and think yep. it's real. They'll, they'll think it's real. And it's like uh, uh, when Tina Fey pretended to be Sarah Palin. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. It was a funny bit. And she went on SNL and went, I can see Russia from my house. And then you actually had people interviewed say, Sarah Palin's so dumb because she said she could see Russia from her house. Yeah. Actually, no, that was Tina Fey. Sarah Palin said that, uh, more correctly and intelligently, that Russia actually has to uh, deal with tra trade relations with Alaska because of the Bering Strait. And so if you actually listen to her interview, it's, it's funny. She's like, the reason I would be able to negotiate with Russia is because I already do. 
Russia and Alaska are frequently negotiating the terms of, of movement through the Bering Strait uh, because actually from the western and actually from the westernmost point of Alaska, you can see Russia. So blah, 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 blah. Tina Fey then mocked her by saying, I can see Russia from my house. And mm-hmm. that's what they believed. Mm-hmm. This is why I always say culture is so much more important. Andrew Breitbart knew it. Politics is downstream from culture. So long as conservatives keep thinking that technology and policy are their paths to victory, they will keep on losing. Right now, the biggest cultural benefit the Democrats have, TikTok. Absolutely. Trump should have banned it. And that's where uh, conservatives and right-wingers are banned. Any form of anti-establishment TikToking is not allowed. But, or banned. Oh, and, and, and a lot of the degeneracy, a lot of the nonsense, Beto doing a little hip thrust, that's A-OK. That's totally mm-hmm. fine here. But, you know, what better way to criticize someone when you don't have a lot of to, a lot to criticize them on than, of course, create a fictional TV t- series and make shit up? I mean, that's essentially what they're doing here, because w- what else can you criticize DeSantis on? Yeah, and first of all, I don't understand how they can get away with that. I mean, that's, that's some extreme. It's fiction. It's parody. It's a, I mean, it's insanity that they can do that, but they did it. Uh, and nobody's going to hold them accountable either way. And you're right. This, the TikTok thing, you know, every, every there for the longest time, every day on my show, we would, uh, later in the show, we would, they would surprise me with a TikTok and just get my immediate reaction from it. Nowhere else can you find people talking about how they are grooming kids in schools, teachers going on there talking about how they're, you know, forcing kids to watch things, do things, they're hiding things from parents, all of this stuff. You go on there, there is just an insane volume of of content of people doing this stuff and saying these things. They're going to use it continually as a political ploy. You're right. Trump should have banned it. It's an evil platform. Uh, it is Chinese manipulation. Yeah, but beyond and, and the fact that they limit the Chinese government limits their citizens on how much they can even be on the internet, yeah. much less watch an app like TikTok. They put them on a limitation. Uh, should tell you everything. And our kids, we got a generation of people who can't get away from it. Yeah, we were arbitrarily banned from TikTok. No reason given. Shit, can't be on it. I, I have not moved. My my, I have a TikTok. I, I, a girl that used to work for me had her twelve year old daughter grew it to like a quarter million people, uh, and throwing stuff on there. I, for the last year, it hadn't moved in numbers, but I haven't cared if it has or not. I mean, I should delete the thing and just haven't. But it, it, well, it, you should be on the platform where you can influence young people. Yeah, you're on it. It will put some content on there. It's not going to go anywhere. I mean, there's no virality to the content that I put on there. But I'm not dancing like the nurses during a pandemic. But uh, <laughs> It's interesting when you watch that clip and he talks about, I've got something better. I've got a stain. That's Bill Clinton yeah, for yeah. crying out loud. That's yeah, the blue yeah, dress. Yeah. They, they, they took the only thing re- real in that entire clip was the fact that Bill Clinton had come on Monica Lewinsky's dress. But they know that their low information voters will see that and go, whoa. <laughs> right. And then someone else, what will happen is. Fiction becomes reality when someone says, like, you see the thing about DeSantis raping that guy? And then yeah. someone will hear it and not realize they're talking about a TV show, and that's the game they play. And and you, you remember, there was a funny meme that came out. Uh, well, it was satire, I think. I can't remember who did it, but, uh, you know, you saw Nancy Pelosi in Italy with the big knockers hanging out, you know, the aftermarket bolt-on on the 82-year-old woman. Uh, and, <laughs> and somebody said, well, Paul Pelosi's not gay. Look at the Cadillac he's got in the garage talking about Nancy, right? On the flip side, Ron DeSantis has a hot wife. I mean, she's a smoke show. 
who, God bless her, has been through cancer and all these things. I mean, she's great. They obviously, from at least outward appearances, look like they got a great marriage, look like things are going on. But but this this whole thing, I mean, granted, he was in the Navy, so maybe there's some gay stuff there, but I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. You don't know? Look at you spreading rumors. I don't know. Listen, you know how it is in the Navy. You're wearing a cowboy hat and go to gay bars I'm a revival. I'm a revival of the village people. <laughs> I don't have to pay for my own drinks. Listen. You know how it is in the Navy. 60 sailors go down on a submarine, 30 couples come up. That's the way it goes. <laughs> hey, I got, enough, I got enough Navy SEAL guys that could kill me. They probably will tonight. I can make that joke. But here's the thing. Ron DeSantis, come on. I, the, I just, I, I'm blown away that they can go that outward and use a real name but, in a satire program. But like to you do. say, like yeah, Ron DeSantis does not have a household name. He had, you know, he's nowhere compared to Trump. So when people watching that show hear that that's the first thing they're going to associate with they're yep. going to just believe it and take it as gospel this is why we made uh, a, a video mocking uh, taylor lorenz yeah making her sing that she's a liar trying to manipulate you uh it, this is why i thought it was so important that we have to produce this cultural content and, and do things like this this is exactly what they do uh i'm just seeing this for the first time yeah they're saying Ron DeSantis raped a guy on tv but it's a fictional show. You're allowed to do it. But the interesting thing to me is that is almost an assumption and a projection and prognostication on the part of Hollywood of saying Ron DeSantis is going to be the candidate. Right. They're trying to make sure they do damage to his name before he... Before he's ever the Like, guy. DeSantis is not even... I, I, they, they put this out right after the election. They knew exactly what was up. Yeah. It's amazing. Which, which, again, go, goes back to you start to lend a little credence to the Donald Trump ploy of trying to come after De- DeSantis... At yep. this stage in the game. And, and again, right. I know there's people who get on there and they comment. They're like, oh, you're anti-Trump. Nobody's anti-Trump. Nobody's anti-DeSantis. I, 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 I am just pro-freedom and the government staying the fuck out of my life is what I am. Yep. So what I want is a candidate who's going to help me do that. If that's Donald Trump, I'm going to support him. If it's Ron DeSantis, it, it, whoever it may be, I'm going to support that person. But, but at the end of the day, I don't know what's in their minds. That's why conservatives are real good at coming up with conspiracy theories, because they don't tell a shit, right? They, 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 they'll tell a news story like Paul Pelosi and the hammer and the whole thing. We don't know the rest of the story. NBC retracts something, says it's not up to their journalistic standards. So what do we do? We fill in the blanks. That's what we do. Everybody does that, not just conservatives, but everybody does that. But we are the ones who are left in the dark being fed shit the most because the media is not going to tell us the truth. So when it comes to Trump, tweeting or not tweeting but putting out his truths on on truth social and we don't know everything behind the scenes all we can do is speculate and ask the questions yeah. and that's all we're doing is asking the damn question and i think it's worth asking Absolutely. we're the ones who are affected by this mm-hmm. and you know what the funny thing is i just searched on twitter for the good fight desantis the show is called the good fight this is some fucking 4d chess <laughs> you know why you know what happens when you search the good fight desantis you see this video of DeSantis being accused of wow. rape, and you see his victory speech. Ah! Wow. What's his victory speech? What was it called? Audience. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's not so much his victory speech. It's people saying, here's, here's one. Audience tries to shout down DeSantis during his closing. Uh, he said, quote, we will continue to fight the good fight. Oh, wow. For y'all, I'm ready for... 2.5% for unemployment. closing statement now 60 seconds well thank you we have accomplished an awful lot over these four years we have the largest budget surplus in history we have a 2.5 percent unemployment second lowest on record and we just delivered the biggest tax relief in the history of the state we've expanded school choice we've protected parents rights and we've done the largest increase in teacher pay in florida history 
And even though it had years of neglect, we made historic restoration for our Everglades and improvements to our water quality because water is the foundation of not just our economy, but our way of life. And then when a once in a century pandemic hit, I led based on facts, not based on fear. Uh, I lifted you up while some like Charlie Chris wanted to lock you down. I took a lot of flack in the process, but through it all, I was always more concerned about protecting your job than I was about saving my own. I took the arrows so you wouldn't have to. Uh, we have, we will continue to fight the good fight. We will continue to run the race. We will continue to keep the faith. We've accomplished an Thank awful you, lot. When you search, there's, there's, here, here, he's, here, look at this. To the road ahead, I have fought the good fight. Look at this fucking uh -huh. shit. DeSantis has said numerous times that he's fought the good fight. And now when you search the good fight, what do you get instead? Yeah. Ron DeSantis raped a guy. He's, he's yep. quoting the Apostle Paul from the New Testament for yep. crying out right. loud. And I, 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 I don't know what degree of chess it would be for them to go to a show called The Good Fight and ask them to do this, but I would not be surprised. <laughs> the show has been around since 2017, and they may have been like, what can we do to get an episode in there that, that goes after them and put it out right after the election? Yeah. I just w wish conservatives fought this dirty. I mean, we've taken the moral high road forever, and it, it doesn't look, look, win. Policy here. doesn't win. This does. Governor Ron DeSantis. Okay, so you... you to you intern for Governor Ron DeSantis. Late great Andrew Breitbart talking about <laughs> politics runs downstream from culture. Yep. Again, we're there's, not there's, willing... Just real quick, there's tons of videos. Yeah. N several occasions of Ron DeSantis saying, we will fight the good fight. You, you, the guy is literally quoting the Apostle Paul. Yeah. yeah. Right? So... <laughs> At what point in time do we take culture back, right? Like, at what point in time do we... You've done it with music. We've done it with we're music. We're starting. We're starting. I mean, we're doing that. I know friends that are that are going out starting record labels that are have some real money to put <clears> behind <throat> it. It makes basically saying, look, you want to give your message. Aaron Lewis, when he came out, you know, he was with Stained all those years, right? And then and then when he, when he had... He had two songs to choose from to release. Only Am I the only one? And then when there was another one that was a little more mild, didn't have anything to do necessarily with politics or American culture. But he made the comment... To, to some friends, he said, if I release this song, am I the only one? That's the nail in the coffin for my career. Like, I'm, I've, the die is cast. I'm that guy forever, right? And uh, a mutual friend of ours who co-wrote the song and produced the song told him, he said, listen, here's the deal. Is it what you believe? If that's what you believe, that's what you need to put out. That's the song you need to put out. That song, am I the only one, sold more than Stained ever did put together. Wow. 81 million song sold with that one deal so i mean absolutely blew it up why because it was a protest song that the world related to or at least conservative america well, related and to people haven't had an entertainment person to look up to that they can actually relate to because those people in hollywood are so okay, far so go back to what we were saying earlier i guess on the on the on the timcast when we were talking about why people don't jump ship and go to these alternate social media platforms you don't go because the people you want to follow you and potentially you know, share your information. They're not there. Your celebrities aren't there. You don't know if Donald Trump Jr. is going to like your post or whatever. On Twitter, you have a chance of that happening. Instagram, you have a chance of him putting your story on the deal. And people, they, they're enticed by that. These others, these new ones, they don't have that. So it's not as sexy, right? So it's the same with the culture. You go out there and you're like, well, we're kind of starting from scratch. We don't have billions of dollars to sink behind this thing. It's going to suck a little bit. You know, the, uh, t Steve Dace has a movie coming out on, in, you know, on, from his book, um, Nefarious Plot. 
that is a phenomenal movie, but they, they made the movie for $3.5 million. It's, it's not a $30 million budget. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there's times when you can tell it's a $3 million picture, but it's a good picture. We, we put a good movie out there. You've got to start somewhere. The problem is the patience with people is not there to sit there and go, okay, we need to build from the ground floor up. It needs to be grassroots, organic, from the bottom up, and let's spread this thing out. They want it great immediately. Parallel economy. Parallel economy, but you got to start somewhere. That's right. So uh, we put out a couple songs. I pulled up Aaron Lewis's, and right when I jumped to this point, am I the only one not brainwashed? That's, yeah. the, that's the, the lyric that popped up. Yeah. I've been saying this for a while. I went to a meeting with uh, a bunch of tech bros, friends of Elon, and uh, it was just, I was flabbergasted hearing them all just be like, once we get technology, then we can start winning this battle. And I was just like, they really have no idea. Look, mm-hmm. the, the tech bros are really, really wealthy because they built machines, but they are socially inept. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, <laughs> you know, I, I was sitting down, I was, I was with Malice, and I was like, y'all need to just give Michael Malice $5 million. You don't need to spend $44 billion on Twitter. And you, give, you give Malice five million bucks and say, have fun. And then Malice is like, well, you know. And I'm like, but the point is, you need someone who understands the human mind and culture. Yeah. What, you, what, what you really need to do, and it's really simple. If Elon really wanted to save the world, what he would do is take $44 billion and he would create a studio network for youth content. And he would hire young, attractive teenagers to talk about their issues, but not be woke. Yeah. So this is what Nickelodeon does. This is what Disney Channel does. They push all of these things by getting young people who are popular and, you know, and, and attractive to their peers and then having them advocate for woke bullshit. It's, it's it, you know, PragerU has young people, um, you know, who will speak. And that's good because that's what you need. You need, you need kids, teenagers, and, and, you know, obviously not like, you know, 12-year-olds. It's probably too young. You can, you, you, families can share their ideals with them, but you need like 15, 16 year olds. You need role models. Who, uh, but, but peer group. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm 16, I didn't give a shit about 30 year olds. No. They were ancient, didn't fucking matter to me. What mattered to me was my, my classmates, my friends. So what you need to do is find a, a, a 16 year old conservative musician, plays indie rock music uh, or uh, uh, maybe hip hop, maybe, you know, dance, club, pop. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net-zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Dump money into them. Yeah. Taylor Swift, make them big and then have them be, be passive, but uh, overt in their politics. I should say light, a light touch in their politics, but overt. So like posting an image of saying like, we choose life with like, you know, like, like a, a wave or something. Not posting a thing like, fuck this policy and this politician, just <laughs> very light with it. Then young kids are gonna be like, I want to be like that person. Yeah, they seem so I want I want to be like them. I want to be cool like them. Everyone yeah. likes them. Well, and if they are going to be big, you have to surround them by like-minded people because it's so quickly they get swept up in the other crowd. Like Taylor Swift, when she was on MySpace, she tweeted or tweeted MySpace. What do you even call it back Post then? Bulletin. She posted conservatives have it right. Yeah. A mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah. And now 
Money talks, bullshit walks. Exactly. There's no conservative music industry that's going to prop her up and give her the money she wants. True. So she'll say whatever the fuck she has to for cash. Yeah, right. and, yeah. And, and, and Nashville itself has, has become a liberal bastion, right? I mean, the executive producer, you, you well, got then, a guy like Tim McGraw who, I mean, I mean that guy is so far off. And, and you sing songs about being on neither side. Now that guy's so far off on the left. I mean, because, again, mm-hmm. they whisper in their ear. They whisper in their ear. It's like selling your soul at the crossroads to Satan, man. And, and they go off and they do this stuff. They get the success. And then it's like money becomes the all-becoming God. And then they pander to conservatives. Well, they do. They sell their shit to conservatives, but conservatives, I think, are waking up. There, there is a market. Mm-hmm. Again, go back to the Aaron Lewis example. Conservatives are waking up. You, you go back. Bob Dylan in the '60s wrote songs that half the time people didn't even know what the fuck he was singing about. Right? They can't mm-hmm. understand him. I mean, yeah, yeah. and he, nobody knows what he was singing about. But he was making a point. There were protest songs, and those songs had a point. If you really listen to them, we were doing. A, I'm going to embarrass myself. When your girlfriend says, "Let's go to a spinning class," or "Let's go spinning," that is not what you think it is. All right. So I'm, we're at a spin class and and i'm sweating and i'm listening and they're playing bob dylan's hurricane right there's three black guys on the front bikes you know they're they're spinning they're sweating their asses off and i'm, I'm listening to this song and i'm like do they know the word the n-word right. is in this song you know and, and i'm yeah. like what he's singing about this, this song yeah and i'm like they're playing it it's like a guy like bob dylan could sing anything he wanted to in the 1960s protest anything Get a message out there. He was the voice of of a of a, a revolution in that regard, and so many other folks were. And it's like we need to take a lesson from that. Well, and for, something that resonates in the heart of these people who believe something. For whatever reason, conservative artists are afraid to be like blacklisted from the industry. But if they took, I always like to to use the example of Penzi Spices. That's a completely liberal owner of Penzi Spices. Nobody knew who Penzi Spices was, and he came out and said, like, if you you uh, support Trump. I don't want your business. And guess what? Penzi Spices blew up because people go, oh, I can relate with that. And he has like this mega spice business. And I'm like, why can't conservatives do that? Why can't they say, hey, if you're going to vote this way, you can. I don't want you. Public Square. You know the app? Yeah. Public Square. Download Public Square. 100%. 100%. And, and here's but another But don't thing, they see, don't, don't conservatives see that if you, you stand, you take a lot, people are going to support you and you're going to be bigger than you were. Look, look at the Mr. Potato Head thing. They come out and say, we're not going to do a Mr. Potato Head anymore. It's just going to be Potato Head. That was a bullshit deal on the part of Hasbro. So you know who's going out buying out? Mr. Nobody's thought about fucking Potato Head ever. Right, yeah. And now, you know what? Conservatives are going out buying Mr. Potato Heads because they want to put it on their shelf and say, they're canceling Mr. Potato Head. I'm going to have one. It's going to be an antique one day. Yep. They're out there doing that. It's a huge business ploy to do that. And it's it like, is. you know what? We're going to use cancel culture to make money off of a toy that ain't selling anymore. Yeah, it's marketing. It's an attention yeah. economy and they're going to do whatever they can to get attention and people are going to watch. Yeah. And I think this also maybe played a part in this other than maybe a CIA mind control psyop. Either or. <laughs> uh, a profiteering uh, market company being very smart or you know cia psyop either one but look or at, both you look at you know Brittany aldean the wife of jason aldean she comes out on thing on, on instagram whatever it was and she says hey i love being a girl i'm glad that my family didn't you know cut off my girly parts when i was a kid and had my tomboy age and jason aldean's pr firm his friends for 18 years cancel him yeah because of something benign. And then Maren Morris, who, Jesus, you know, she comes out. Insurrection Barbie. I mean, she's going to come out and make a thing out of herself. <laughs> Maren Morris knew that she was going to get a bigger following by bitching about this I thing. I don't think she did. I well, think that it, backfired that one on I her. think did backfire because you didn't know. Well, you the, saw how. You didn't ugly. know the audience. Well, Again, you're in quote unquote country music. And it's like, a, do you that remember turned, what happened with the Dixie Chicks? It turned Chicks, into a Maren? Dixie Chicks thing. Right. Mm. 
The chicks, let's be correct. But the I am sick. <laughs> Lady A. <laughs> but I am it's sick of people the towing the line. Like, I'm, I mean, you're go, we're going into another election. We just saw like a red trickle. It's like time for people to quit worrying about what everybody thinks about you. If you're a business owner, if you are an artist, come out and be who you are. There's a, there's a whole plethora of people just waiting to be represented. Well, you create a real women's club. It is an anti-feminist brand. It's a way to say, okay, look, we're going to let women be women. We're going to celebrate women. We're going to yes. we're going to talk about the you know from again, womb to the world. And again, it's you're looking at this thing. I, I've always said for years, I'm like, you can't have toxic masculinity. That's an oxymoron. If it's toxic, it's not masculine. If it's masculine, mm-hmm. it's not toxic. That's good. You're yeah. looking at women that want to be protected, provided for. They want to be loved. They want to be cared for. They 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 want real men in their but life. But look at what's happened to the women's movement. Once again, their people are afraid to say anything. They're afraid to say anything, so they they sit back and they're like, okay, I'm going to let men in here. And all, you know, whatever what women, probably actually useful idiots, fought for for decades is being erased because, once again, nobody wants to offend anybody. Well, I'm, was- I'm, 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 I got to stop. I'm not going to fall for this grift. Everybody knows that women want <laughs> frail, dainty men. Beta males is the rise. Up. Beta males is a real deal. I love a cuck. <laughs> I really do. I, I'm going to drink tequila and be a cuck myself. Oh man! It, it's it, something. It, aspirations, dude. Uh, they got it. We've got uh, uh, endocrine disruptors in, in in our foods supply. <laughs> it's it's making men effeminate. Testosterone is on the decline, and oh. women women want uh, uh, strong men. Yeah. They, 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 they do. They do. I'm not saying literally every single woman on the planet. I'm sure there are many feminist women who don't. That's fine. Well, no. And Pre- the more feminists don't want strong men, the more they become like. I can I can I can tell you this. Uh, I, I can tell <laughs> you this. I've I've known many feminists, staunch woke, antifa <laughs> leftists, and it in it's you know what I'll put it this way, without so I don't drag anybody. There was a viral post on Reddit where it was a liberal subreddit. A woman said, "Does anyone else have fantasies about a a a, a tall, strong Trump supporter with a hat on yeah. taking you and just throwing you on the bed?" And then, you know, having his way. And like these liberals were just like, they're like, you have to resist, blah, blah, you know, don't fall for it. These men, they charmers. I have sweat in my crack, but yeah. But like the the point was like, obviously not all women want the same thing, but there there are women who have come out and been like, you know, they, look, you look at Tinder, right? And if you're not six foot tall, the woman's like, pass. Yeah, they don't want frail black frame glasses, New York hipster guys. Who are like, well, actually, yeah, I voted Democrat, and um, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> they want a guy who's got a deep voice, who's tall, who's gonna be like, I just killed a bear with my bare hands. <laughs> Again, not every it's single the, woman. It, but it is those feminist women that walk down the the marching down in D.C. where their husbands are wearing the vaginas. <laughs> I, I was I was saying <laughs> to the guys you know, earlier. I was like, you know, I, 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 when I'm live on stage, I always I do a bit about going to a, a Me Too rally. I didn't mean to go to the Vagina Hat Party, but I was having breakfast one morning in Grand Junction, Colorado, the night or the morning after a show. Walk out on the street, and everybody's wearing vagina hats. So I just started walking with them. It was a kind of a new phenomenon, so I wanted to see what they were all about. I learned they were mad at me. They were mad at my penis. My penis is not intimidating. They'd never met it. I've got a mediocre, standard-issue, <laughs> Caucasian penis with the right mix of pharmaceuticals. You it offered works. to let them meet it, too. And I'm like, what's up? It, but... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dressed like vaginas. Their husbands are dressed like vaginas, which is an in, an outward expression of what they are on the inside, and we knew it all along. They got their wiener dogs dressed up like vaginas. I mean, the shit, the irony in that alone is insane. But but they were so mad. They were they were so angry. And I'm like, what are you angry at? And then a couple of years later, they make Caitlyn Jenner Woman of the Year. 
<laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Hey, it takes a man to, to win that position in a year. I mean, it takes uh, balls, that's uh, for sure. And, women, and, uh, women, women, women. I, I talked about this today. Uh, there's a viral thread where she, a woman tweeted, women, men are afraid that women will laugh at them. Women are afraid that men will kill them. Margaret Atwood. Say that and again. Say that again. Men are afraid that women will laugh at them. Got it. Women are afraid that men will kill them. And there's a video <laughs> of a guy who is stalking some woman. And my response was simple. A 380. Lady, you'll be all right. If a guy fucks with you, the great equalizer can be right there in your purse. Boom. But they're anti-gun. I pulled up the civics poll showing that women two to one oppose gun rights. How the fuck are you like, men are going to kill me and I shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. I know, right? Yeah, that's absolutely stupid. My favorite thing, one of my favorite things is all the people saying that they hate white guys, but they all end up dating white guys. (laughs) Like AOC, AOC, Elon Omar, all of them, AOC, Kamala, all the white men are evil. Well, who do you come home to? And, you know, last summer, last summer, uh, we were down in Galveston, in uh, Galveston, Texas, down on the coast, and I was driving north on 45 and heading towards Houston. I turned the radio on. I'm listening to the news, and it's talking about this swimmer named William Thomas, you know, University of Pennsylvania, who oh, yeah. was ranked, what, 438th in the nation in men's collegiate swimming. Yeah. Listens to one Shania Twain song, right? And suddenly he Man. feels like a woman. And so now he becomes number one. And uh, he's number one. He wins this whole thing. So, like, in did he minutes, really listen to Shania? Twain? No, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But he felt like a woman. I was like, that's so, what happened. You know, within a matter, you know, then he then he transitions, and now he's number one in women swimming. So I went, like, riding up the road. Fifteen minutes, I wrote a song called "I Want to Be a Woman and Compete." And the thing went crazy viral. And, and you know, I want to be a woman and compete. You know, I've tucked my little Guido in the pocket of my Speedo. You know, I, 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 <laughs> Guido. I still have my Frankie wrapped up like pigs in blankies. And, I mean, it's like this, this fun song and this whole thing. And, dude, the thing goes viral because people are sick of this shit. Pete, listen, men love women. Real men love real women. They do. There's nothing wrong with being a woman. There's nothing – listen – I, I'm a, I'm a, I believe in God. I believe we're created. I believe we're designed. I, I do believe that. I believe that men play a certain role. Women play a certain role. People say, what do you think the role of women is? Women can do whatever they want to do, especially in this world. They have opportunity to do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, I do believe that, the, that women, by and large, want to be protected. They want to be provided for. They want to be taken care of. They, they do not want to have to worry about certain things. I mean, women have a gift. They get to give birth. They get to do all these things that men can't do. They can endure pain that we can't endure. They put up with more shit than we ever thought about. They're, they're long-suffering. They're forgiving in a big way. They're more merciful We're and full awesome. of grace. What's the point? You are awesome. But here's the thing. Men are awesome, too. Yes. Men are awesome, too. And I don't well, want to go all fucking Jordan Peterson good on women, you. A real woman we wants... We, we, you got to... Yeah, I got to quit talking over people. But we do. No, you, you, we do this. this you is feminazi. I was going to say, real women want a strong man next they to They do. And, and there's nothing wrong with being a strong man. You know what? But you know why the left wants to wants those single women because they come out in the the bigot like that chart you're talking about that's those single women it's like 68% vote so they want to tear apart the, yep. the family unmarried wanna, women yeah. overwhelmingly yeah. voted for the Democrats yeah well, and, unmarried and used, women and single little children so. I used to be on Fox and Friends every week right and I, I was on the curvy couch you know with all those yeah. guys and, and one and the last time I was on there in New York I'm sitting there and they pull up this thing that they should have never shown me it was a cover of Vanity Fair with these dudes with their hands in each other's pockets saying the rise of the beta male 
And I went off on that thing for about three minutes. And then they said, we're going to cut over to a clip by Rachel Maddow. And I said, speaking of beta males, they, they never had me back after that. That was it. Wow. I mean, Fox stopped. That's a funny I, joke. I, I want to bring up. I want to bring one last point up on this original clip we played. I noticed something. You mentioned how could they get away with. Uh, uh, let me see if I if I have the uh, here we go. You mentioned how could they get away with actually saying Ron DeSantis' name? And then I realized that character, Felix, whatever, is Milo. Apparently, uh, this, uh, this is what people were, were tweeting, that they've said it, the character is based off Milo. So why call him Felix? And why call DeSantis DeSantis? Yeah. Simple. They want DeSantis' name to be, to be associated with the rape, but they don't want Milo to get prominence. <laughs> they know that what they're doing <laughs> will put that name in the conversation. I wondered that when you were playing the clip, I was like, why didn't they use Milo's name? Or, or, or a five-syllable yeah, last talk the name. Talk you know? the oh, sorry. Why didn't they use a four- or five-syllable right. last name to be something? By Felix Slather, or whatever they say his name is, because they know this clip will generate traction and associate the names with things. Because of DeSantis' name, it gets play. But they don't want Milo to get any recognition. They don't mm-hmm. want him. Milo gets fame through the controversy. DeSantis politically will be hurt by the controversy. Mm. Strategic. Yep. Well, I'll leave it there. Guys, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, for everybody who's a member, thank you all so much for being members. Uh, we're going to send uh, those Milo post-its uh, individually to just, we're going we're to pick random comments. I think we got like seven of them. And There's then also a Milo bottle of wine you could. With chocolate on it. Yes, <laughs> you could so probably weird. send that. That's not chocolate. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. And we'll see you all next time. Cheers.